Hey everyone, this is another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman. This is Empowering Astrology, and this is also the week of March 22nd to 28th, 2021. Thank you all for joining me again and again. I like seeing some familiar faces in the comments, so do say hello. Tell me how you're feeling Aries season. So last week, we at the very end of last week, we entered Aries season. So something that I talked about last week is that we were bridging the divide between one astrological year and beginning something new. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. So we're in this energy of new time, fresh starts, new beginnings as we start the week. So again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And you know, we you know one of the reasons I talk about astrology courses to talk about what's going on, but to also educate a little bit about astrology on a broader level, because I think that at least when I first started talking about astrology, people were very fixated on their sun signs. Sun sign is important, but you have all these other different factors at play. Sometimes you might hear me talk about rising signs. Rising signs are very important, but they can only be calculated if you have your exact birth time. But the idea is that astrology is an energy. It's time. It's the energy of time. It's how we live time. And when we went into Aries season on March 19th, so I think that was Saturday, um, last week, you know, we flipped the calendar over. Yeah, astrology is just a very ancient way of telling time. You know, we're in this time here in Northern Hemisphere, of course, and I know that I have a lot of you watching from the Southern Hemisphere, and maybe you're watching right now, and it's, you know, it's in the morning before work. But, you know, here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's the, it was the first day of spring. It's a time to prepare and to plant and to go into this time of renewal, a new beginning. And this is no you know, maybe hopefully not ruffling any religious religious feathers, but there's no um, coincidence that we celebrate Easter. At this time, we have images, kind of pagan symbolism of eggs and flowers and spring because we're celebrating the fertility and the renewal of life after winter, after the end of one cycle. So yeah, it's this time of new beginnings. And what do you do with it? And this is where each and every one of us are going to live this time differently. You may be thinking, I'm not an Aries. Why is this important to me? But Aries is somewhere in your astrology. It's sort of occupying some space in, I call it your astrology house. It could be a relationship sign. It could be your career sign. I was talking to a friend today and he got a job, sort of this kind of first bit of a job offer out of the blue. So there's this time of like where something is beginning somewhere in your life. And it's always important to know where, of course. And we talked a little bit about that on the last call. But something I say over and over again is that the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. So how are you going to use this time of new beginnings? Are you cleaning things out? Are you sort of putting the past behind you? And we were in that Pisces season, that four weeks right before Aries season, it was time to reflect. It was time to sort of be in the ethers, be in the in-between and shed the old cycle. But now we take action. And Mars is in Gemini for all of Aries season. So this is sort of this Aries-Gemini energy at play during this Aries season. And what is Gemini's curiosity? 
It's ideas, it's information, it's communication. Little side note, astrology, again, it's just energy. The zodiacs are Zodiac signs are just sort of these little archetypes, these little bits of code. And so we sort of slot in some Gemini energy with the Aries energy, which tells us that we are getting very curious, very restless. We're on the move this Aries season. We need to do things. We are weighing our options. Gemini is the sign of duality. It's the sign of the twins. So we're sort of looking at two sides of things while we're navigating this airy season. Um, something to note for this week, uh, and we had this a couple of weeks ago, and, and I said, like, when we have planets that come to lunar nodes, and right now the lunar nodes, they are in Gemini and they're in Sagittarius. They've been in Gemini and Sagittarius since May of 2020. So almost a year. They spent eight, 18 months and one sign. So when you start to get planets on the nodes, you know, planets in Gemini, planets in Sagittarius, that the planets haven't been in Sagittarius since last December, or you have planets in Virgo Pisces. Virgo Pisces makes what's called a cross to the lunar nodes. And Pisces just came out of Pisces season. So we have been having these planets in Pisces sort of come on the lunar nodes. And a couple weeks ago, we had Venus on the lunar nodes. And when I made this remark, I'm like, look, I'm not into celebrity astrology at all. But it seems like there's always some really uh, these breakups that are in the news of people who are famous, whenever Venus is you know, crossing the lunar nodes. But this week, it's Mercury. Mercury will cross the lunar nodes, I think it's March 24th, Wednesday. Um, when Mercury crosses the lunar nodes, Mercury, planet of choice, ideas, information, we are maybe getting information that is coming out of nowhere. We are having to make choices that seem important. Maybe these are choices that are leading us up to the eclipses that we're going to have and on May 26 of 2021 and also June 10th of 2021. I lo personally love the how time is just these intersecting, you know, circles and threads and how you could have something here in March that sort of threads its way into the future or even threads its way into the past because we had eclipses in Gemini and Sagittarius back in November and December. And they're like, well, why is this important, Katie? Because when you zoom out, you start to see patterns. You start to see, you can make predictions. You can make, you can see how maybe how the, the story is going to play out, but it only gives you a framework. You live in the framework. You make choices in the framework. And the more that you are aware of things and aware of yourself and making the decisions that are hopefully the best for you, you sort of live in this astrology a little bit differently. This is why I always stress in my work, well, how do we how do we work with this astrology? How do we change ourselves? How do we transform ourselves? How do we heal? So this week, Mercury squares the lunar nodes. It's also going to make what's called a square to Mars. Two, you know, Mercury right now has been in Pisces, I think since last week. Um, Mercury, you know, I said this a few moments ago, Pisces is a very liminal sign. It's about intuition. It's about being in the ethers. Things are not super clear when things are in Pisces. I mean, that with all due deference to the, every Pisces that's listening and watching. Um, but we have Mercury, it's in Pisces, and Mercury is a planet of communication and voice. So we have Mercury, 
communication and voice and the side of intuition, spirituality, mysticism, nonlinear thinking, poetry, art, dance. So you have this these sort of these two rich energies come together, but there's this other side to Mercury and Pisces. Things aren't clear. Things are not sort of well-defined. There's sort of this haze that's over everything. So Mercury is square Mars this week, and it will make a square to Mars um, on March 23rd on Tuesday. But this is where maybe we're not getting the right information. Maybe we're getting frustrated. Maybe we're getting in an argument. Maybe we're short-tempered. Why? Because Mars is over in Gemini. So maybe something is happening this week and maybe it's a little dynamic or maybe it's a little confrontational or maybe we're at a crossroads, but it's sort of setting us up for something in a couple of months time. We will see. I always tell people, you know, take notes, keep a diary, put things in your Google calendar so that when you go back and you look, you're like, oh, that was the day that I had this conversation with this person. And here we are two months later. Here's the next big step. The other thing that's happening on the lunar nodes this week is Mars will conjoin, conjunct, the north node of the moon in Gemini on March 26, Friday. So this is sort of a busy week. We have lunar node activity. This tells us we've got these sort of eclipse energy at play. If I say this because if you're like, well, what does this mean? It's if events are sort of coming in and out of your life this week, if life is getting a little interesting, um, sometimes life can get a little dramatic when we have lunar node or we have eclipse energy. Don't be surprised. You know, something that I've said in the past over and over again, eclipse energy is like the curtain comes down on one act, the curtain comes up on another. And maybe it's a very different act, a very dynamic act than it was before. Maybe the cast of characters is suddenly completely changed. So maybe we're seeing a lot of that movement, a lot of that change, a lot of that maybe dramatic story twist this week. But Mars being on the Gemini North Node is a reminder of a much bigger story, one that again began in March of 2020, not March, May of 2020, when the lunar nodes went into Gemini and Sagittarius. So North Node, since it's in Gemini. This is a time collectively where we all need Gemini. We all need new ideas. We need new information. We need new perspective. You know, the thing is that the South Node is in Sagittarius right now. When the South Node is in Sagittarius, uh, we might think we have all the answers. We might think we are absolutely dead right. And you know, Sagittarius, 99.9% .9 of the time, they are right. It's a sign of wisdom and knowledge. They know a lot, but they can have a blind spot like no other sign. So this is something that personally, collectively, even if you aren't a Sagittarius, again, you have Sagittarius somewhere in your astrology um, where you might think you're absolutely right about something. And here's what I just tell people with the South Node in Sagittarius. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe you're wrong, maybe we're all wrong, maybe we're not, we don't have all the information. Maybe with that Mars conjunct the North Node and Gemini, this is a week to get that information. I know you're thinking, well, but Mercury's in Pisces, is it truth? And I think that whatever is pulling us forward this week, Mercury in Pisces says that maybe we just need to let go. 
Maybe we need to stop fighting. We need to surrender. We get this new perspective and we get this new information. And, you know, we kind of let go of any judgment. I don't know. We'll see how it will look for this week for everybody. Another thing that's happening this week, I'll get to the full moon in a few moments, um, is we have the sun meeting up with Venus and Aries. So Venus, as of I think last Sunday, yesterday, it went into Aries. So Venus is the planet of relationships, it's value, it's money, it's uh, what, you know, so the worth that we put on things. And being in Aries right now, we all have to have courage. We need to stand up for what we think is right, what we're worth, what we think our value is. And relationships are maybe a little spicy at the moment. Venus and Aries can be a little spicy. So we're all maybe seeing our relationships get a little interesting right now. Um, and also with Venus and Aries, we have to sort of take action. This is not a docile, charming Venus. This is the Venus in the sign of the warrior. So this is kind of energy that we are navigating this week, but not to bury the lead, there is a Libra full moon this week. It's just happening at the end of this week. So on March 28th, Sunday, um, I think it's like 2.48 p.m. Eastern here in New York City, where I am, we're going to have a Libra full moon. So we're in Aries season. Libra is the polarity of Aries. If Aries is the eye, it's singularity. It's taking action and initiative and drive. And this is energy that we all need. There are times in our life where we just need to take action. We need to move forward. We need to be brave and courageous. But when we have a full moon in Libra, it is a reminder that we can't do everything alone. In fact, astrology teaches us that we can't do everything alone. And Saturn is exalted in Libra. Saturn is the very structure and foundation of life. And it says in order for life to be harmonious and to flow, we need people. We need partnership. We need consensus and cooperation. Saturn is in its detriment. Sorry, this is really technical astrology. I'm saying this mostly for the uh, students um, that are watching. You know, Saturn's in its detriment in Aries, which says that Saturn does not do its best work in the sign of individuality. So, how do we find balance this week? How do we reach out to people? How do we nourish our connections and our relationships? Don't worry, everybody. We will go through, I'm just looking at the comments, everybody says, what does this mean for me? We will look at what the Libra full moon means, sign by sign. So this Libra full moon, it, high, it will be at eight degrees, if I didn't say that already. And then Venus, its ruler, is over in Aries. This is a very dynamic energy. You know, there's sort of this like push-pull that's happening between the sign of partnerships and the sign of individuality, a little bit of a tug of war. Again, how do we find balance? Venus will be what's called conjunct Chiron. So it's possible that this full moon will touch on a pain point. Chiron does talk about a pain point, meaning we all have something that is a bit of a scar tissue. If I pressed on it, you're going to feel it. Now, we're human beings. Generally, we're quite social and relational. So maybe there's some deeper pain point around relationships that's getting touched this week. Can I trust somebody? Can I reach out to them? Will they support me? Will they be there for me? Whatever that old story is, 
we have to let it go. It's sort of one of the things that's in the core of this full moon. So with that in mind, let's go through each of the signs. So Aries, happy, happy birthday. Aries, um, yeah, you started your birthday season back on March 19th. So you're sort of going into this time where it gets a little dynamic. So this full moon for you is in Libra, your relationship sign. Libra is the relationship sign in general for everybody. It teaches us about partnerships. It teaches us about exchange and interaction, but it's doubly so for you, Aries. So this full moon is putting the spotlight on other people. So here's sort of the natural things that tend to happen around this time of year for you when there's a full moon in your relationship sign. It's time for partnership. People come into your life new relationship. If you're already in a relationship, it's time to reevaluate that relationship. Now, if things are not good between you and somebody else, this is probably a full moon that's going to poke at things, just FYI. But there's this dynamic energy that's happening. You're trying to f figure out how do you interact and interface with somebody else. Maybe you're getting a little short-tempered. Maybe you're trying to get your point of view across, but don't forget that, you know, it is Libra. Libra at its core is all about trying to find consensus and harmony. If you are in a relationship and everything is good, like maybe, you know, something is happening with you and your partner. Maybe you're, you know, something, you know, just kind of the, the narrative is getting a little bit more interesting than usual. Full moons don't have to be a bad thing, but they, they make things happen. They sort of push along the narrative. They can be dramatic and they put a spotlight on a certain part of your life. Now, don't forget Venus your relationship planet is an Aries, it's in your sign, but it's conjunct Chiron. So maybe there's something that's coming up between you and a partner, whether it's romantic, whether it's a business partnership, whether it's some other type of connection that is really requiring you or the other person to be brave, to be courageous, to stand up for something, to individuate. You know, relationships are a place where we can, we can easily lose ourselves. So how do you navigate this energy and not lose yourself. Taurus. So Libra is your sign of, wait, gotta do the math backwards. <laughs> Libra is your sign of health and wellness. So this full moon is putting the spotlight on how you take care of your body from the foods you eat to the routines that you have in your day-to-day -day life. Having Venus in this, sorry, having Libra in this part of your astrology chart, Taurus, has, can make you have a little bit of a sweet tooth, kind of point that out. Nothing wrong with that, but in case of that, there's some unbalance there. Maybe this full moon is pointing a spotlight on that. This is just your natural time in your personal calendar to take care of yourself. This can happen on a lot of different levels from making sure you get up on time or you brush your teeth. But then there's the how do you get your day to day life organized? Now, this is also a time to focus on projects and collaboration and stuff with colleagues. But I will point out that Venus, the ruler of this full moon, which is your planet, it's in what's called your 12th sign. So there's something that's going on behind the scenes, and there is something about endings with this full moon for you. 
I know that work can sometimes make people endings, but you're in this space right now. You know, Venus is not going to get into Taurus till April. So you're in this space right now, Taurus, where you're sort of letting go of the past. You're preparing for the next chapter, the next cycle. And maybe there are things that need to be let go of. Habits addictions, attachments, um, you know, if this is a time when you actually do want to, you know, quit an addiction, this is your full moon, by the way. And maybe this full moon is also bringing up that spiritual pain point for you. Like, can I be here? Am I safe? Am I safe enough? So it's sort of hitting on this, this, this dynamic energy between heaven and earth for you. That's a little bit of a big way of explaining it. But how do you keep your feet on the ground? How do you have faith? How do you let go? And how do you prepare for your next calendar season? You know, when you when the sun goes into Taurus, it's your birthday season. It's the start of your personal calendar. And Taurus, what I keep saying, week in and week out, you are in a time of complete reinvention. So as you completely reinvent yourself, maybe you're in the time where you just need to sort of go within, retreat, rest, recuperate, get quiet, and prepare for the things that you know, the, make the space, make the spiritual space that's going to translate into the physical space when it's your birthday season. Gemini. So this full moon is in your sign of creativity, self-expression, identity. It sort of puts a spotlight on what makes you, you. And this part of the chart, yes, you know, it can be about fun. It can be about play. And, and these are course, wonderful things, but you have Venus, the ruler of this full moon over in the opposite side of your chart, which talks about friends, community. There's something, there's some sort of story that's going on with this full moon about friendship. Can I be myself? Do, do I have friends? Do my friends support me? Do my friends love me, want me? All that kind of negative social self-talk that we get into. You know, this full moon is a reminder for you to sort of reconnect with what makes you, you. You know, I know Gemini, it's been a little bit of a hard go for it. I mean, the past few years were a little difficult for Gemini and you're in a space where you're trying to figure out right now what you believe in. But with Mars and your sign, Gemini, right now, this might be a little bit of a blustery full moon for you where you have to sort of express yourself, individuate and be who you be who you need to be. But also, how do you find the balance between you and a friend or you and your social network or you and your community? And meanwhile, navigating all these deeper feelings. And I know just you know earlier from some of the stuff I was talking about in the introduction for this week, your planet Mercury is on the nodes, you're at a crossroads, you're trying to figure out which way you're going. And maybe it's a poignant week for you. But nevertheless, really try to cultivate a strong sense of who you are. And maybe sometimes it's you know, all that kind of feelings like, will people reject me if I am who I am? But I think always the answer is be you. You're the only you. Cancer. So Libra is your what's called sign of home and family. We are now at the bottom of your astrology chart, Cancer. So this full moon naturally puts the spotlight on your living situation, the household, the people you live with, your family members, 
Maybe you're preparing for a move. Maybe you're deciding a move. Maybe you're needing to put more attention on your home environment. Now, Libra loves a beautiful home, um, but with Venus, maybe not but, but more like and, and Venus over at the top of your chart career, there's some sort of dynamic push and pull that's happening between home and family and your professional life. You know, the, the reason home and family are at the bottom of the chart is because home and family are truly the roots. When we don't have home, when we don't have family, and, and, and trust me, I, some of you are my clients, and I've heard really terrible stories, and we feel that ache and that pain of not having that support, that groundedness. So the, the reality is, it's like, how can you build something out professionally in the world if there's no, there's nothing supporting it? So this is your sort of yearly reminder, because it's, again, this personal calendar for you, Cancer. It's like, how do you make sure your base is solid so that your professional life can then really flourish? Um, because every season for you is a time of really focusing on your professional life and taking those next step ups in your professional life as well. But there, there may be a move, there may be a change in the household, or maybe you're just needing to make your environment more beautiful or invite people over safely, of course. Um, but with that Chiron over and Aries with the Venus, um, some sort of pain point is getting hit. It could be something that's really in the back of your head, something that's not very forward, but Chiron, yes, Chiron can be very atmospheric, but how do you start to really work through and address some of these deeper feelings that are coming up for you right now, Cancer? Um, Leo, so this full moon is putting the spotlight on the part of your chart that talks about voice, communication, you know, with you know, Mars and Gemini as well. It seems like maybe you have a lot to say right now, Leo. Um, this is a time for you to focus on not just voice and communication, but learning, education, classes, workshops, um, also travel. Maybe you're on the go and on the move right now. Um, Venus, the ruler of the full moon, is over in your sign of wisdom and knowledge, higher education, long distance travel and journey. So in normal times, I would say pack your bags, you're going on a trip. Um, that might be relevant for you, might not be relevant for everybody else, but this is your time to focus on travel. So how do you do that in other ways? How do you see the world? And maybe that question has a lot of different layers to it. So maybe you're having to see the world in a lot of different ways educating yourself, reaching out to people, connecting, socialize, writing, getting your thoughts out there. You know, this dynamic energy also does talk about like, how do you take all the things you know, and how does it make something bigger? A conviction, a philosophy, um, a worldview, uh, you know, higher education. So maybe you're having to sort of start to shape a little bit with this full moon um, how you see the world. And with that Chiron energy, you know, maybe it's you know, a pain point. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm not smart enough, or you know, maybe people don't understand what I believe in, or do I have faith? You know, maybe this full moon is really poking and pulling at deeper questions around faith and truth and meaning for you. Um, 
Leo Virgo. So this full moon is in your sign of money. So yeah, Libra is one of your money signs. So this full moon sort of highlights this idea of income, you know, how you earn a living, you know, what you value, what's in your bank account, but also what do you own? Because this is very much about resources, both monetarily, monetary resources, but also the things that you need in order to feel safe grounded and stable. You know, this part of the chart is very nuts and bolts. It's like money in the bank, food in the kitchen, roof over your head. And so you're sort of having to navigate these very basic things right now. Um, a full moon does talk about decisions. So maybe you're having to make a decision about how you earn a living. Maybe you need to earn more money. Maybe you're really motivated right now. You know, Mars is in your career sign to actually take the professional steps or take the steps with your ambitions to actually help your financial situation. Um, with Venus over in Aries, Aries is your sign of finance and debt and taxes and wealth and maybe you're having to you know it's tax season here in the united states but maybe maybe you're having to look at benefits maybe maybe looking at estate planning and i'm a scorpio I'll, I'll talk about insurance and estate planning it's no big deal for me but people are like oh estate planning wills that's so morbid i'm like well now's your time to update your will Virgo. Um, but this there is a deeper pain point, a deeper emotional pain point that's getting pressed on right now. And I think it's about vulnerability. Am I safe? Do I have enough? You know, this is a time when a lot of anxieties are coming up and a lot of anxieties have been coming up for last year. And maybe you're sort of wondering, like, do I have enough? Can I make it? Uh, do I need to reach out to people and sort of navigating a lot of the deeper financial questions that come at this time? Um, nevertheless, you know, with the full moon also talking about deeper emotional issues, you might be feeling a lot of deep emotions right now. So if if you're feeling anxiety about money, how do you get to the deeper you know, level of it? Is it the anxiety coming from a family story about money and safety, an ancestral story about money and safety? Is it coming from some sort of event in the past? Because when the eighth room or the eighth sign is getting highlighted, there, there's a lot of deeper emotional, spiritual, and psychological layers to it. And it's not really just about money. It's not really just about safety and security. It's it's something deeper. And that's the sort of the, the, the digging that you're having to do right now, Virgo. And sort of the digging that you do do, because Chiron is in your eighth sign, it does help you heal and open up something on a higher level. Libra, this is your full moon. You are in the spotlight. So this happens once a year. There's a Libra full moon this time of year, you know, depending on how the lunar calendar goes. But when the spotlight is on you, it's a time of action, initiatives, new beginnings. You're at a crossroads. The spotlight is on you in some way and maybe on you in some way professionally because Libra Cancer is your career sign, therefore the moon is your career planet. So maybe something about your professional life is getting highlighted in some way. And this is also a full moon for you to take, you know, kind of go out on your own, strike out on your own. That said, with, you know, Venus, your planet over in Aries right now, you're having to navigate stuff about relationships, 
in partnership. So maybe it's not so easy to strike out on your own right now. And maybe with Chiron and Aries, there's some sort of deeper pain point that's coming up about you and other people. How do you negotiate and navigate this time? How do you uh, really pay attention to what other people need? Yes, you're in the spotlight, but there's some sort of story that's happening where you have to sort of find the consensus, the balance, the equity, and the harmony with somebody else. Of course, it can be a romantic partner. It can be somebody that you have a close one-on-one -on -one connection with. It can be, you know, just a relationship in general. But this is a dynamic full moon for you, Libra. So you're going to feel a lot of push-pull between you and other people right now. Scorpio. So Libra forms your last sign. It's your 12th sign. So this full moon is highlighting something that is deep behind the scenes for you. It is spirituality. It is this kind of inner faith, inner truth, inner meaning. It is the sort of the, the work that you do so naturally as a Scorpio, but this part of the chart can be a little bit of a blind spot. So maybe things that you haven't really fully seen before now coming more into focus because the full moon is putting it in a spotlight you know maybe this is a time for you to just sort of go back behind the scenes to rest to spend a few days sort of regenerating you know scorpios tend to do we sort of regenerate all the time but this is you're needing to let something go you know, the full moon is in the last sign of your personal chart. So this could be shedding your, the past, shedding your skin with Venus, the ruler of this full moon over in your part of the chart that talks about health and wellness. You know, maybe you're letting go of old habits, you know, ways in which you tend to self-sabotage or all the ways in which, of course, we can get in our way. But you, Scorpio, seem to know it oh so well. Um, but, you know, Venus is over in your sign of health and wellness so it's highlighting something about the body how you take care of yourself and sort of these practical rituals that you need to do in order to take care of your life so it's like you're letting go of something but at the same time you have to get really grounded and practical in your day-to-day -day life and into your rituals and there is something that does talk about purification in this full moon. How do you release something that is just not something that you need to be holding on to? Could be this Chiron, this, um, this kind of scar tissue that's being pressed on with this full moon. But it's a very dynamic energy. I think if you really spend it kind of getting organized, focusing on your day-to-day -day life, your practical life, but also focusing on your soul because you do, Scorpio, by the way, have Mars and Gemini in your eighth sign, so you're doing a lot of deep soul work, soul transformation, and it's time to let go of maybe some really old stuff. Sagittarius, so Libra is your sign of friends, community, society, looking out towards the future, your hopes and your dreams and your wishes. You're sort of at the part of your personal calendar where you've reached the top of something. Now, how do you plan for the future? How do you look ahead? You know, the, the, the 11th sign, of course, comes after the 10th sign. You know, the, you are going to be going into a time of the year, Sagittarius, where as you get into the, let's say, the Virgo full moon, no, we already had that. We're coming off the Virgo full moon. Now we're in the Libra full moon. So it was about career, but now what's next? 
So this is a full moon to really plan, to look ahead, to strategize. But with Venus over in your fifth sign, you know, this is, you have to really know who you are, like what makes you you? Because that's really valuable. And maybe with Chiron there, um, it's kind of hitting on something. You know, you're like, am I good enough? Can I, you know, the, whatever goals and dreams that you are really wanting to bring into the world over the next big cycle for you, you know, you have to really believe in yourself, you have to believe that you have the abilities and you have the talents and letting go of whatever old story that you're in, you know, Sagittarius and the same goes for Gemini. You're in this big time, you know, you got, you're gonna have eclipses in your sign on May 26. You're gonna have a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. So you're sort of coming up to some big crossroads. You have Mars at the top of your chart. So you really have to get good with yourself right now in order to prepare for these transitions that are going, that are happening now and are happening as you go into May into June. So if you're feeling that pull between the, the world, the group, the community, the organizations you're a part of versus you, like really honoring your individuality at this time because it's, it's a really big time for you, Sagittarius. But yes, uh, maybe the spotlight is really putting mixing my words up maybe the spotlight is really on the people that you are involved with right now your allies your alliances your social network and you know to be fair saturn is still in aquarius like you need to get really rock solid about the people in your life right now capricorn so this full moon is in your career sign. Yes, Libra is your career sign. So this is your natural time in your personal calendar to make a job change, to you know shift which way are you headed in life. This part of the chart doesn't only talk about career. It also talks about, let's say, the title after your name, how people see you, sort of this space that you occupy in the world, but it also talks about the direction that you take your life in. So yeah, which way are you steering the ship right now, Capricorn? You know, it's like I've you know, been talking about this for over a year, like it's been a tough time for Capricorn over the last few years in, in particular. So you're sort of in this arc of time where you're now starting to pivot towards the future. You're now starting to think ahead. And this full moon could bring a you know a job offer or a change in your professional life or some recognition for all your hard work um and maybe it's time to really get your you know this kind of this interplay with with saturn and aquarius which is in your money sign so how do you sort of get your money on the same page as your career that said venus your relationship, not relationship, your career planet is over in your part of your chart that talks about home and family. So maybe you're having to really see this dynamic interplay between your home life and your professional life. Maybe you're moving, maybe you're trying to move, maybe you know the sun is in Aries right now, maybe, maybe it's not so easy. You know, with Chiron and Aries, some sort of deeper pain point is being pressed on about home and family. So whatever changes are happening in your home environment, it's hitting on something very deep right now. And maybe something that goes way back to childhood, maybe something that goes back even before 
this life. But if you're feeling a lot of deeper emotions and feelings at this time, Capricorn, just know that you know, you're having to do a lot of work on that root, that home, that foundation, so that your professional life, your ambitions, and your goals for the future going forward can have that rock solid base. So you know, maybe you do need to move in order for that to support you going forward. Aquarius, so this full moon is in your sign of faith, truth, meaning, wisdom, knowledge, higher education. So the spotlight is on your mind, your mind on a much broader level. So this full moon, may, you might be making a decision about your, your education, maybe thinking about going back to school, maybe hearing news um, about your education in, in your life. But maybe it's also pointing to sort of the things that you stand up for, your convictions, your faith, you know, what do you believe in? And maybe as you look out into the world, you're having to get new perspectives, new information, because Venus, the ruler of the full moon, is in your third sign. Third sign is also about education, but it's more about this sort of basic level of education. It's like needing to get back to the fundamentals, learning something, reading something, gathering information. Chiron is there. So there's some deeper pain point that is getting pressed where maybe Aquarius, you're wondering, do I know enough? Do I need to go back to the beginning, go back to the basics. Maybe I need to get a new perspective or new information, but there's this dynamic energy that's happening between not just education, but also how are you sharing your wisdom with the world? How do you share your ideas? How do you get them out there? This getting out there can be publishing, broadcast and other media, but maybe it's just kind of hitting on a lot of emotional stuff right now so with you know aries being your sign of communication and mars is in gemini you have a lot to say right now aquarius and it's really important for you to be you i mean don't be a jerk about it of course but i think that there's a lot of things that are getting stirred up with this full moon it's talking about identity it's talking about voice it's talking about truth and so it's really hitting on some of these deeper points for you aquarius and let's not forget that saturn is in aquarius it'll be in aquarius for the next couple of years so you are in a big new chapter Aquarius, one that's going to take you into March of 2023. It's the start of a 30 year chapter. Yes, 30 years. So if you're sort of feeling like you're at a little bit of the crossroads and like trying to like navigate this time and really take on a lot of new responsibilities and new initiatives, this full moon might be sort of interplaying with a lot that's going on. Pisces. Last but not least, Pisces. So Libra is your sign of, it's called the eighth sign. The eighth sign is a sign that really gets into the deeper heart of our psyche. So you have this full moon that's sort of shining a light on the things that normally we don't shine a light on, the things that we talk about with only the people we trust, a therapist, a close confidant, a good friend, um, intimacy, vulnerability. So you might be feeling these kind of deeper emotions come up that's making you wonder, am I safe? Can I be vulnerable? Can I reveal myself? And maybe, you know, we all do this because we're humans. There's this part of your astrology house, like, you know, just kind of keep shoving feelings into this closet, so to speak. And then here comes this full moon. 
So this full moon is trying to get into something deeper because in this room, the eighth room, this is where the necessary spiritual alchemy happens so that you can grow and that you can transform. So this full moon might be really making you feel alive. And I mean that in the best possible way. You know, this room is like a Scorpio room. And with Venus over in your second sign, there is a deeper question of, am I safe? Trying to find stability at this time, trying to find emotional stability at this time. But of course, the second and the eighth signs in astrology do also talk about money. So maybe you are having to shine a light on finances, you know, mortgages, getting a mortgage, dealing with debt, handling your taxes, dealing with benefits and estates and estate planning. But also with Venus and your sign of money, there's a deeper question of value and worth. And yes, Venus is conjunct Chiron. So there is a pain point around value and worth, even your own value and worth, your self-worth. So how do you navigate a lot of these deeper emotions, these questions of vulnerability and intimacy and sexuality, death and rebirth? I know the D word is a little, uh, but you know, everything has a life cycle. And this is one of those full moons that do that does talk about the life cycle, that the endings and beginnings that we all experience on a daily, monthly or even yearly basis. So you might also, again, have to get very practical about your, your money story right now. Do keep in mind that Mars is in Gemini, so things are really shaking up in your home environment, and maybe that's just bringing up some of these sort of adjacent emotions that are happening with this full moon. So that is your look at the full moon in Libra on Sunday. Uh, March 28th at eight degrees of Libra, uh, Libra Aries, um, and what it will mean for each of the 12 signs. Of course, you can also listen for your rising sign. Um, some people like to listen for their moon sign. Some people like to listen for their sign for their partner. I have been including the timestamps lately because I know people want to skip to their sign. But if you still are watching patiently, thank you very much for joining me this evening. Again, my name is Katie Sweetman. This is Empowering Astrology. I'm a astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. If you are watching the replay, thank you so much. Do say hi. Let me know where you are watching from, reading from, listening from. Um, I do say listening because I know I have people listening on Spotify. Yes, you can listen to this as a, spot, a podcast on Spotify. You can also watch the replay on YouTube, IGTV, over on my Instagram channel. Um, I am Empowering Astrology on Instagram, Empowering Astrology on Facebook. And of course, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. Book consultation. I always love working with you. And of course, I know some of you are my clients. So thank you so much for joining me for another live look at the astrology. Again, I will see you all next week. Enjoy the full moon. Until then. Bye.